for us, Beyond POS has so many different connotations. It's the guest experience, the operational efficiency across all your order channels, but really the data value and being able to make decisions and then based on that decisions, take action within the store or online in a quasi real-time fashion. You're listening to Restaurants Reinvented, a podcast for restaurant brands who want to put growth back on the menu. In each episode, Jen Kern, the CMO of Q, highlights innovators and change agents in the restaurant industry and uncovers how leading brands are modernizing their operations to drive efficiency and meet the evolving demands of guests. Let's get started. So I wanted to talk a little bit about POS and what that means today. Our tagline is beyond POS. What does that mean? Keep in mind, we've had that tagline for what, almost four years now. A lot of people, when we launched with the new brand with Q and with the Beyond POS tagline, they were like, wait, you're a POS company, you know, what do you mean beyond POS? And, yeah. and you really have to take a step back and think about where the POS industry had been the prior five, 10, 20 years, little from an innovation perspective and a lot changed very quickly, driven by consumer habits, right? We want to be served food anytime, anywhere at our convenience. So whether it was web ordering, whether it was third-party delivery, whether it was being able to use your own guest-facing kiosk in the store, there are so many things that changed very quickly. And so for us, when we talk about beyond POS, it's more about how do you process and order and what are all the pieces required for that? which is why we were the first to launch this concept of unified commerce. Because the way we as consumers interact with restaurants has changed for good. And it has changed in very fundamental ways. And so POS company could not survive, in our opinion, just doing things the the old ways. And so for us, it became a matter of following that journey and being able to serve guests anytime, anywhere, while allowing our restaurant brands to be more nimble, to be more efficient, to be able to serve guests in a more meaningful way, both digitally and in the store. And so we felt like talking about going beyond the traditional ways of building POS technology was critical and really, really important. And we've come a long ways in achieving that goal. But it's, it's not going to stop, right? Every six months, every 12 months, there's something new that has to be incorporated and be done in a seamless way. Yeah. Well, this concept that we're working on now, which is POS is not the center of the universe, I think is an interesting way to help people understand what we mean by beyond POS. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day for restaurant operators, the data that comes in or flows into or out of a POS is more important than anything else, right? At the end of the day, they have to be able to make decisions. And if you have to wait six weeks to take all of this data and put it into a a data warehouse and to build a data lake and then to make decisions and then to be able to do a promotion, and then it takes another six weeks to make changes to the POS platform to be able to do a promotion. I mean, how archaic is that? Why can't we do that in quasi real time? So that data foundation underneath is what we've been working on for the last three, four years. So for us, 
beyond POS has so many different connotations. It's the guest experience being making it uniform across all the order channels, the operational efficiency across all your order channels, but really the data value and being able to make decisions and then based on that decisions, take action within the store or online in a quasi real-time fashion. Those are things that are really important. And so, yeah, we, we truly are a commerce company from that perspective because we impact the revenue side while making sure that you can manage the cost side. Right? When you think about all the data points, how much food you sold, all of your inventory management, is dependent on the data that is in the POS system because we're the only ones that know what was sold on any day, any hour, any minute, right? You think about all your loyalty and promotions and all of that. What's being redeemed? How often? In what locations? For what products? We're the ones that know all of that, right? So we have to feed that back into those systems. So whether it's the the actual transaction piece or whether it's feeding these other systems, your labor systems, who worked, for how long, on what day, how do they get paid? Well, the POS is the system of record for clock in, clock outs. You can build the most sophisticated labor management system, but if you don't have the data that comes in and out of our system, it's meaningless, right? So we recognize that we sit in a very critical part of that ecosystem. And speed and accuracy and redundancy are above all the most important factors that influence your restaurant operations. And, and to us, that's a responsibility. And it has to be done right. And it has to be done in a meaningful and effective manner. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. What recommendations do you have for restaurant operators today? I think, you know, as a technology entrepreneur, I always come at it from the technology side because that's where mm -hmm. I feel like I can have some meaningful information and, and advice mm -hmm. because if you ask me to run a restaurant, I'd run it into, into the ground. Like, <laughs> just too hard for me to be honest. I doubt it, but okay. <laughs> but I think when I think about technology has evolved in the restaurant industry, there have been, you know, fits and starts with trying new pieces. But all of those New components have been bolted on to some very old legacy architecture. And there is a fear in the minds of restaurant operators that if I change that underlying foundation, everything else will fall apart. What I would like to share with operators, particularly operators of large restaurant chains, is that trust the technology providers. They understand what it is that you're taking on, the risk of what you're taking. They have the responsibility of making sure that they do it in a sequential manner that brings value and does it at a speed that makes sense for your brand. And I think when you trust technology providers to do the right thing and do it in a phased manner, and you know, nobody should be just jumping in with both feet, but there's enough advances made on the technology side where you can actually build a platform from the ground up that's ready for the next 20 years. That technology is there today and it's time to embrace it. Yeah. 
Well, you talk about that trust, and I think it's a bit of a loaded one because I do hear and have seen that companies have been burned by, let me just say, providers that maybe sold them up a creek, yeah. you know? And I think some of that trust has been eroded in the past, you know, 10 or so years by the quick quick sale, you know, yeah. car salesman type style. And so, yeah, I think re-embracing re that trust and realizing there are good companies and good platforms out there, it's it's great. I mean, I, I love that you honed in on that is, is that trust standpoint, because I, I think you mentioned trust earlier in the conversation. And once it's broken, it's hard to build it back up. Right. And it also takes a long time to earn. Right. And so trusting that there are good people out there doing the right thing for the industry overall is a great message, a great takeaway. Yeah. Um, what are you most proud of? You've been here five years at Q now as the CEO. Almost five, yeah, four and a half years. What are you most proud of? I think I'm really proud of how, as a company, as a team, we were able to navigate the last two years of challenges that came about because of the pandemic. To be honest, you know, there were some pretty dark days, as you remember, right? When mm -hmm. As a team with our investors and our management team, we were not sure what was going to happen. And to be honest with you, while we can, you know, sort of be proud of what we did and how we navigated those tough times, I think the real kudos and the shout out goes to our investors, right? Coda Capital, NRD Capital, Bobby Cox companies, they stepped up meaningfully. Imagine three years, three months into the pandemic where it was all doom and gloom to stroke large checks and say, focus on innovation, focus on building what we know our restaurant brands need and want. It was a pretty bold bet at the time. And then taking that and moving our company and the industry forward with that investment, not just in 2020, but 21, 22, even before 2020, right? Every single year our investors have come in and given us the opportunity to build something that will be here for a very long time. And I think I'm, I'm proud that we were able to take that trust that they put in us and create something that is now having meaningful value for our customers and our technology partners. And it's been the most difficult thing I've done in the last 20 plus years. And yeah. I'm sure, you know, there are so many lessons learned, not just for us, but every technology company that has sort of serviced an industry that was sort of the in the, the bullseye of the pandemic, right? The restaurants yeah. and hotels took it on the chin, right? On day one. Yeah. And being able to help them in some small way and come out on the other side and celebrate that, you know, we're, we don't know what's going to happen in the next three months, six months, 12 mm -hmm. months. But I feel like the investment we made in our people and our technology is going to be here to stay and is going to add value for our brand partners and our customers for a very long time, irrespective of what new challenge get, gets thrown at us. Because I think we've seen the most difficult times and the worst times, and we've come out on the other end stronger and better because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would concur with that. And I remember, like you said, those early days looking across the industry and seeing so many companies doing so many severe layoffs. And we did not have to do that. And like you said, I mean, that was kudos to our investors. And we were able to just hunker down, yeah. 
We have a lean and mean team anyway, but not to have to go through that. It's not just our investors, right? I I do want to give a shout out to all of our employees because as you know, every single one of them made a contribution by taking a little lower salary just for a few weeks so that we wouldn't have to let anyone go, right? It was a collective effort. That makes me so proud that people came forward and said, you know what? We all want to help. And, And together, we became a stronger company because of that. Yeah. So what's next for you? What's next for Q? Boy, uh, just when I think of all the stuff that we've built over the last two years, mm-hmm. what I'm really excited about is the opportunity of educating restaurant brands on what we've created and why. You know, we talk about edge computing. We've talked about notify as an application, about the alerting capabilities. We didn't talk about so many other things that we've created in the last two, three, four years. What I'm really excited about is going and taking that message out to larger brands. We're fortunate that uh, we're working with some of the biggest big restaurant chains today. And you know, the sky's the limit in terms of what we can accomplish because look, there are only two or three companies in the space that do what we do. And I'm biased, obviously, but I think we do a better job than any of those companies for what we've chosen to do. And so I know we're going to win our fair share of the business, if not a bigger share than, than what might be normal in a, a typical environment. But look, I'm, I'm ready and excited. We've got a great team. I think there are a few things that we'll be announcing soon that a lot of people are not aware of that will help everyone understand how far we've come in the the last two years. Oh, exciting. Stay tuned. (laughs) It's a great little teaser. Fantastic. Well, really appreciate your time here today. I'd love the opportunity to introduce you to our audience. I feel fortunate. I'm so blessed to have the team that we have, to have the investors we have, the customers, the technology partners. You don't get an opportunity like this very often. So, uh, I, I count my blessings. Thank you so much for being part of the team and, and for yeah. this really successful string of episodes that, that we've been able to put together. You've done a phenomenal job. So thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. And thanks for all those insights into reinventing restaurants. And, and we are going to keep plugging away, like you said, doing the right thing for the industry, trusting that we're all, we all can come together as a community and do the right thing and do the best thing for restaurants to help them really thrive in, in this new era. So thanks so much, Amir. Thank you, Hope you an It was great. Thank awesome. you. Thank you for checking out this episode of Restaurants Reinvented. This show is brought to you by Q, a restaurant tech company paving a brighter future for operators with the industry's first unified commerce platform. If you enjoyed what you learned in this episode, make sure to follow Restaurants Reinvented in your favorite podcast app. Or visit qbeyond.com slash podcast to get immediate access to all of the latest episodes.